Hello, what's going on? And thank you for tuning in to another episode of Comic Talk, the podcast. My name is Jesse Rivera. How the hell are you? Tomorrow is Valentine's Day. Hope you've got something special planned for your Valentine. If not, I hope you're doing something special with your Galentine or your Palentine or your Felentine. Whatever it is, make the best. Make the best of the day. Hey, speaking of making the best of the day, Saturday night, I am going to be out at Blacktop Comedy, Saturday, February 15th, 8 p.m. Appearances by Jesse Rivera, that's me, Joey G, met him the other day, I'm in love, he's freaking hilarious, hosted by Jack Scotty, show is featuring Al Schumann, and the star of the show is Ms. Emma Haney, that's right. Emma Haney, Jack Scotty, Al Schumann, Jesse R., Joey G., I'm in Love, Blacktop Comedy, Saturday, February the 15th, 8 p.m. Look it up on Facebook if you want more information. But I don't even know what more information you would need other than I think I told you everything you need to need like that. If you need more information, that's pretty fucking selfish of you, okay? Anyway, so on the podcast today. I have one of my all-time favorite local Sacramento comics. He's, he's not even Sacramento anymore. He's Northern California. He's all over the place. He's freaking hilarious. Mr. Robert Amoto. Yes, host of Random Fox Podcast himself, Mr. Robert Amoto. He came over a couple Saturdays ago, and he is hilarious. And uh, he said some mean things about my saxophone. And uh, that's my dog. Did you hear my dog? She's got the block on lock. It's Thursday morning, and I still got to go to work right now. So that's how hard I grind, motherfuckers. Anyway, I'm sorry I said motherfuckers. So without further ado, here is the latest episode of Comic Talk, the podcast, hosted by me, Jesse Rivera, co-hosted by Ms. Liz Randall, starring Mr. Robert Amoto. Have a wonderful day. Peace. No, you grabbed the wrong. You grabbed the wrong pair. I'm here and the shit's you, not set up. You know what I mean. You grabbed the wrong headset, my friend. It's not hot enough. You know. Oh, should I come back in? <laughs> so this is a little disrespectful. You know what I mean. Should there I come back? This, you said the headphones were you accusing me that it was like whatever. <clears throat> I I did accuse you. <laughs> Welcome back to the Random Thoughts Podcast. I am your guest host. <laughs> I am your guest host, Jesse Rivera. And today we're turning the tables. We have Mr. Robert Amoto. What's up? And we have our guest. Co- oh no, we have our. She's no longer a guest I'm co-host. A, I'm not a resident anymore. I'm a full-time employee. Yeah, she's a uh, co-host. Liz <laughs> Randall. Liz Randall over here. What's up? Yeah. Are you on every episode? Yeah. I guess now. Yeah. Yeah. That's I even I, even, I passed I, the test. Yeah, I, I email her. I, I send her an invite. It's it's very professional. I know. It's you send cool notes too. Like I like what you did last show, but if we could work on these. But things. if we could work on, yeah, no, yeah. I, don't, I haven't gotten that far. But, You're being a little bit lippy. But I tell her <laughs> friend, I tell her friends, knowing that they'll tell her. No, okay. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you know how that you know how that network works. <laughs> she like she seemed a little coked up last podcast. Yeah. Talk to her about Can you that? talk to her about I'm that? I'm not she sure if she the, was. I'm not. She went to the bathroom <laughs> three times. Yeah. There's like white and stuff on her nose. I'm just trying I, to keep it. It was a Saturday morning, so I'm just wondering, like, why would you? Be? I like to have a good time, you know. I like to, you know, make it a party. Go hard or go home. I know, right? You should have all just a bunch of different drugs to see what people do. 
<laughs> just have like, them out. I like that uh, Eliza Schlesinger joke where she says that she tells the uh, she tells the bouncer, "Get drugs, don't be specific. See what he brings back." <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that's and it's never. Yeah, you say drugs, it, you're yeah. not bringing weed. No, no, weed isn't drugs. No, that's no. not drugs at all. No, weed is only drugs to like uh, boomers and uh, like teachers. a ninety year old woman. Yeah, yeah, those are the only ones. Do you like, smoke? Yeah, yeah, I'm high right now. No, mm. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I waited. I'm waiting. Do you smoke like every day? Are you going? To yeah, yeah. I'll okay. smoke uh, as soon as I get home from work. I'll have a little bit of sativa. Okay. And then right before I go to bed, I'll have some indica. Well, that's why I came on the podcast, man. I just came to, I think you have a problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I talk to you about well, it. Well, you have the uh, green, gold, and red hat on, so you're telling the This world. is from a beer it works. I know. I like, I like my alcoholic. Yeah. I do drink a lot. Do you? Eh, I just, when I drink. And if I actually do drink, then I'll drink. You know? Right. I, I cut used... back a lot, though. I cut back a ton. Yeah, I don't, I don't drink. I, I rarely drink. Like, you've probably never seen me with the beer in my hand, but... I used to have that philosophy of like, if I'm going to have a beer, I'm going to have like eight beers. Cause oh, yeah. like, I don't see the point of having one. beer. Yeah. I'm not, if I don't drink, I'm not going to have like one. Right. Like, no, if I'm performing, I'll have eight. I can always, I just do one. Right. Okay. I just do the one max before I go up. And can you feel it loosen you up? Yes. But I don't like pounding it either. Right. Before I go up. We but, got guests. Is that my mailman? Oh gosh. It's like the people asking me to go to church. Are they Jehovah's Witnesses? Uh, you know, on the podcast. Did she answer something. the door while the podcast? Oh, oh, she left. Oh, I think she's going to leave the gate open. I'd be like, I think they came to the wrong rude. house. They didn't even knock on the door. I know. That's like, disrespectful. Like, don't you kind of mad? Don't you kind of want save, them at least give you a chance to say no? Like, we can't save this guy. Oh, coming back. See, I, oh, fucking, shoot, I brought it on myself. You. They heard you. Should I? I'll just leave this them. This is a Christian podcast. What? Wait, answer the door while the podcast. Oh, is it still going? Yeah, it's gone. It's the it's this little thing that kind of cuts out sometimes. I'll get a better one they next time, Robert. The Answer window. the door. They Answer the door, Johnny. We have nine people in here. You can't. It, we're like literally right by the window. Answer the door and like act like you're speaking Portuguese. We're, yeah. We cannot. Cannot. We're recording a. Cannot be saved. Tell them. Podcast. We're devil worshippers in this house. They don't we'll yeah. dare bring right. that shit in here. They left. They have no idea what we're doing right now. They didn't even leave the flyer. They. Lo- we look like. <laughs> We look like perverts looking out of a window, you know what I With mean? Headphones just recording and something. Yeah. Headphones on and Johnny. Like, I don't think people us. know what a podcast is, so they just think we're just have these things on and your windows are there, open. There's a whole generation that doesn't know what a podcast is. No. Yeah. I try to explain My mom it. has no idea. What I was a about to say is. I try to explain it to my mom and I just tell her when I'm talking. Like, I just tell her. My mom actually listened to the podcast that you recorded with me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, So you're telling me people listen for 45 minutes to someone talk? Like she was just like so blown away at what a podcast. Yeah, like yeah it's raining. Like, Doesn't she, did she ever listen to like any no radio? No, dude. Like she's like so like she's up in the boondocks in the mountains out there. She's like, what's a podcast? Where does you know she live mean? at? Sonora. Oh, okay. I've been up there before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've done shows up there, right? I did at Danish. I have a friend who's from up there. I think like the Wildcats is yeah. high school. Yeah, I went to that high school. Yeah. Uh, no, I've done something way up there before. Uh-huh. I can't remember. It was like a bar. I think Jimmy Meniz had a oh, show. Oh, was it out the there. game room out there or something like that? He used to do like shows at other bars. It was too. a bar, and some lady with a cheetah or a, like a leopard skin fur jacket was running up to me during my set and like <laughs> drunk. You know, it was fun. Right. I had a great time because they have the best. Well, you love stuff there. like that. Yeah, I like I like chaos. Yeah. I don't want it to be like everyone's just. A, sitting there listening when you first started doing comedy did you did you love that kind of chaos because like it just seems like 
Like when Robert Amoto goes up at an open mic, right? When Robert Amoto goes up at an open mic, you're like, oh boy, let's see what we're going to get. I try, I'm trying to be more disciplined uh, because sometimes I get mad at myself because then I didn't get to work on what I wanted to work on. Mm -hmm. And even if it goes well, then I'm like, I I can't use any of that. Like maybe I exercised a muscle, but I came here to work on stuff. Uh, But no, I got, uh, you know what that's from? I was like, even I was talking to Johnny, Johnny, but I was like, I bartended and I've always like talk to people okay so that the chaos i think is maybe a lot from bartending like handling multiple things going on at once and so i like that stuff people yelling shit out do you know other comics who have also bartended okay so johnny right he bartended yeah i did yeah so welcome to the show see that's how i invite guests on i got five more people coming in you don't know that this is your podcast i got nine guests coming through it's gonna be ridiculous yeah you better have wheelchair access too. I got two comics coming in wheelchairs. Oh, so we, you know, we got. Me not, there better not we, be some we, lag in the we show. We had Dan in here before. We had Dan, the can't stand comedian. Okay, great. Up, uh, up in here before. Nice. Can't stand up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is it the can't stand? Is it the can't stand up comedian? I, I, and when I posted this episode, I, I I I mistyped and I put Dan the can stand up oh, comedian shit. and like one of his friends commented it's a miracle like, yeah and oh yeah that's another thing too like jesus christ he's, he's cured i didn't know he can get cured of paralysis uh, uh it's amazing uh, spina bifida you know what though is uh i didn't get more comfortable with that stuff until because even like i would have like spurts of that uh-huh because uh, i went back like recently and listened to a bunch of my clips when i first started and i okay. wanted to murder myself how hard was know? that to do very hard yeah, cause then, cause but you know what? You could start to see progression at some point. I'd hear something, and I'm like, oh, you got, oh, you fucked it up. And then I'd hear myself like maybe like riff or do crap. I'm like, oh, there you're starting to loosen up more. Uh-huh. And you can hear like spurts of it. But uh, once you or I started to learn my material more, and I wasn't having to think about like this joke is next, this joke is next. Yeah. Or, like, what if they don't laugh at this joke? Then it allowed me to be more free with that. Cause then I'm like not so worried about the time. Right. You know what I mean? I'm not where I used to be freaked out. If someone said you're doing five to seven minutes and then I got there and they said you're doing 10, I'd freak the fuck out. I'm like, dude, wait, I'm doing 10. You didn't tell me I'm doing 10. You didn't didn't tell me I'm doing 10. It's three extra minutes. Like, oh my God, I didn't rehearse or practice for this thing. Right. But that all comes with knowing the material. So then I don't care. Like if I open up with crowd work or riffing and it's going well, I'm like, oh, cool. Now I'll just subtract in my head. In my head mentally, it just starts subtracting the weaker jokes out of that whatever I plan to do. Okay. So then the set gets stronger. If that's going well, then I'm like, oh, this is a stronger set. Now I'm just doing, I'm just doing three jokes and a closer, and then I just know that in my head. Mm-hmm. So, but it, it is hard because you start to lose track of time in the beginning. Like I had no idea how long I just talked for. Yeah. And then I, I look yeah. at the. That's what I worry about when I riff because like I have no idea of like how long it was, and then then I, then I'm at the point where like I know I have seven minutes and like. What do I need to take out? What am I going to have? Yeah, to how long did I just? But it is kind of a good exercise that when you're you're at a point in your set and you get the light and then you just got to trim the fat off of what you have left. Mm-hmm. So it, it does kind of help you uh, there because you realize sometimes a lot of you, especially for I think for me and like a lot of newer comics, uh, a lot of our stuff is very wordy. And uh, we're do just, you write your stuff out all the way? I I do write my stuff out all the way, and then when I'm getting ready to do a show. I'll sit and I'll I'll write like keywords like going down in order and I'll write keywords that'll help me like remember like that's kind of like my my memory my like my memory game yeah to make sure that I'm I'm hitting stuff but I do I do everything does start out 
with that with it being written word for word and then it just kind of goes away from that then it kind of goes into like an outline form okay yeah how do you write it out yeah like right now i'm at that point where i'm still writing out the entire joke and Mm -hmm. it's like i'm i'm newer in this whole like adventure so for me i'm just like okay what's the next one what's the next one like it's still so like forced to like Mm -hmm. memorize everything you know and it's hard not to write in a different vo- like you're writing how you write instead of how you talk exactly right and then so I, right that's like the hardest thing to do yeah so when you do look at it right like do i talk like this and then because like sometimes and then sometimes you'll if it's when this is another difference i notice when between writing and just working it out on stage is if i'm writing it sometimes if it's a true story and i've been thinking about this with like this coke story that i'm working out is I was trying to make it too jokey when I was writing it out because I'm thinking I'm just like oh a punch I could punch right. funny thing and I'm like right. I was like now this story seems fake, so like on stories I was like you know what I'm just gonna keep saying this one until I figure it out, but um, the more ridiculous ones like the paperclip thing that I have I'll write that out because that's that's something ridiculous anyway right so I'll write that stuff completely out because and then I can make it I don't know I I want that to be more outlandish, but uh. I did notice the the best thing about writing stuff out because I, I I still do it's when I get it down I'll write it all the way out or sometimes I'll write it all the way before uh, mm-hmm. now right. I do different ways but I do it to trim right. so I'm like I don't need this sentence is this premise clear enough right you know what I mean can this can this premise cover the next three jokes is there a way I can use this premise to cover the next tie in two old jokes and then it makes sense because sometimes you don't think a joke ties together. And um, Carlos taught me that a lot. There's like sometimes there's a joke that there's one line out of a joke you like, right? But the joke doesn't really work, right? But right. it's one line that hits. The, then that li- and that line is the premise, right? Is it? Does no, it or fall, yeah, does it fall it could, that way? It could be the premise, or it's just like one funny line out of right. the joke that's getting a pop, and the rest of it doesn't ever do well, and you drop the whole joke. You can end up throwing that line into another joke, or you combine three other jokes, and now you just throw that line in there somewhere. Yeah, you know. Um, and I've done that with other jokes now because I'm like, dude, I just like this line. I don't necessarily like the whole joke. And then you just find through all your other stuff, like, can I just throw this line in here somewhere? And then, you know, it works out sometimes. Well, if I had three jokes, I could do that. You can. <laughs> How long have you been doing now? Over a year, right? Yeah, I'm at about uh, 16 months, 15 months, not quite a year and a half. But... How long have you been doing it now? I've been doing it probably about like seven, eight months now. So Time like... doesn't matter. Well, it's like my thing is, is that when I write out a joke, it feels like a TED talk at first. I'm like, here's my life. And I just go into like these like weird, like rambly things. And then like I sit there for like a week or something like that. And I like punch it up. I'm like, okay, I have to cut this out. But that's my bad habit right now is like the rambly TED talk type of shit. I've tried like a bunch of different techniques because I'll keep like just I'm trying. I still try to figure out like what I like working the best, like organization is set. You know, I've talked to you or, that, or like I just I'll use the post-it notes, but that's just a visual thing. So I can move mm-hmm. jokes around and see where they fit in this set. Um, but either writing it out all the way, right. like I'll still do that, chop out stuff, mm-hmm. then I'll rehearse it. Because I don't want it to come out choppy. Because I'm like, right. sometimes that, when if I don't practice it and I go up there and say it, now the joke didn't work. And it didn't work because the joke doesn't work. It worked because it came out all choppy. And that yeah. was my fault, right? So I at least want to give it the best, like the, 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 most, the, the best chance to do well. Right. So if I say it and I know it and like I pause where I was supposed to and it bombs, I'm like, all right, it didn't work, right? Or I gotta change something. But when um, if it's a uh, if it's stuff like that where um, I'm trying to uh, like work out, I don't know, like I don't even know what the hell I was talking about right now. Um, 
Oh, no, 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 because you were talking about, uh, oh, here's Where another method I'll do. Talks. I'll write it out like that, or I'll record it in my voice. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you'll just yeah. say something funny, right? Yeah. And then I'll just record how I say it by myself. Oh, like, you'll, re- say it. you'll record I'll stuff hit the by record. yourself? Yes, because I want to hear it. I'm like, I just said that right. Oh, wow. And I'll just say it, especially if I'm driving and I don't have time to type it, uh-huh. and I'll just say it. And I'm like, that's how I should say it. Yeah. Like, I don't care if it sounds it's a little wordy. In the moment. Like that sounded, yeah. Right. So if you're, if, especially your stuff that you, maybe you don't have, say you write it out or just say it like that right. too and then try to write it out after and then go to stage, listen to it. Did it sound too long? I like it. You know? I'm not sure if you ever experienced this, but I sometimes will listen back at my sets, like a record. Does your voice ever bother you or did you ever go through that stage where it was like, oh, it's so hard to listen to I myself. think it's going to, going to for a while. Yeah. Like, because, uh, you're probably talking in certain case. Like, why did I? Why did I say? Da, da, da? You know, like, why did right. I go up right there? Why did right. I? Why mm-hmm. did I yell that part? Why did I? Why am I acting like I don't care? It seems like I don't care. You know what I mean? Right. And, but those are all things you need to hear so you can fix it. Oh. You know. But you don't want to <clears throat> sometimes too because I'll record every set. Uh, I do the audio and then I'll videotape. Right. I started videotaping like probably two years ago. Everything. Because um, you don't know when your best set's gonna be, and that right. and that doesn't matter either. You need to see when. Like, I don't watch, <clears throat> if I record a set, I don't watch the parts that went well. Mm. Like, I know how that joke's supposed to go. I'm not watching that. I'm watching the part where I was like, I felt like the set, like I, I did something weird. Right. So I'm like watching there. I used to touch my face a lot, and I didn't know that until I started recording. I'm like, and I didn't even know I did that. And I started watching. I'm like, why am I touching my face so much? Oh. I was like, oh, it's like a nervous tick, and I was yeah. doing it a lot, and I could tell when I was doing it, so I just like had to focus on not doing it mentally stop doing it yes yeah um i i've learned so much about in in the in the first months that i was doing comedy i found your podcast and i just learned so many like little tricks or realized that i was struggling with things that like everybody struggled with at one point you know uh the funny thing when you when you talked about uh doing the post-it notes on your podcast Mm -hmm. and you talked about how like you've got like one color for like jokes that are hitting like another color for jokes that you just have a premise for. And then you have another color yeah. for like jokes that, that you like, but aren't worked into a set yet. Right. Yeah. I went out and I bought like $30 worth of post-it notes that night and I tried it. That seems like a lot of post-it notes. It was a lot. It was actually like 37, <laughs> but I was embarrassed to say that much. So I like cut it down. It was like, $37 worth of post-it notes. They're still stacked right over there. Well, those are all <laughs> things that I like, I, figured out and and i only learned that met that whatever that practice is because i was doing something in my office job and we were brainstorming and we were doing stuff that way right and it was like a method of like brainstorming and i liked it and so i took it home and i was like hey what are my best jokes and i was like are they do i have too many of them too close together is there a way i could spread them out and make the set stronger Mm -hmm. you know so that's why i was like oh let me see which one so those ones were like in pink right i'm like the opening closing and i was like okay i have some in the middle i was like oh there's too many i think i was too top heavy so I was like, I should move these two oh, down further where these other jokes where I'm feeling like there might be like a little bit of a lull. It'll give me more confidence if these, if I know these two jokes that I'm like, uh, they're just like whatever. I know two strong ones are coming later. Uh-huh. Right? But I used to organize my set by strength of jokes. So it would go like strong joke. No, it's not as strong. Right. strong. But then it's, here's, that's fine in short sets, like, like five to ten. But what I really started no- noticing when I started like going out with like Ellis and Carlos a lot more featuring mm-hmm is um that when there's not like transitions and like a, so, some sort of like segues it, it, choppy sets are super noticeable 
when they're like above 15 minutes. Mm. Like it's fine for seven minutes. I can say whatever. Yeah. I can talk about shirts. I can talk about sex. I can talk whatever. And then my sets right. out. I don't need it. You don't have to have a transition. But once it's around that time and you got to keep people's attention, like the last thing you want is confusion. Like, like I, because no, <laughs> I, I think what happens in like a like a seven minute set, like people are like attentive, right? But like in a fifteen minute set, people are gonna relax and like take a drink or like right. order a drink, mm-hmm. and what'll happen is like you'll lose their attention for like 30, 45 seconds, and then they come back and you have their attention. And if you jump from like one topic to the next without like how you're saying without a good segue or without a transition, then like they're kind of like, what the fuck's he talking about? You yeah. know, right. like he was talking about now he's talking about this. So I think that's what's that's why that's so important in the longer sets because people tend to relax a little bit during the longer sets and aren't just like watching you like they do like they would for seven minutes. But those, that takes a long time. Like I, it was so thinking into thinking that I am I am a random person, you know. And like I was like, no, I like jumping. That's just who I am. But I'm like, I was like, no, it's actually causing confusion. Um, that because that's what I noticed would be. I was like, I already talked about a certain topic, but I. I said it early, and then I didn't just say the other joke right. uh, that uh, probably would have fit right there. Right. I said it way later just because it was stronger. And I'm like, now I'm oh, now I'm back in the office. And they're like, why didn't you know what I mean? I'm like, what like, the fuck? Did you time travel? Yeah. Like- <laughs> so that's when, and I had to sit with Ellis for a long time, um, Ellis Rodriguez, uh, uh, to work on that because I'd always. Here's the thing too, man, with um, with you guys being newer comics, like is to ask questions like i always ask if i go out with ellis or if i go out with carlos or i'm chilling with these guys like i like to just chill and be friends and have fun but i'm constantly picking anyone who's who i is that i look up to is, is is better than me that i see killing it like i always pick their brain and ask questions and i think a lot of people don't do that because like someone's yeah. not i'm not just gonna go up to you and say you should do i'll seem like a dick i feel like a douche like why you know i'm not i'm never gonna just go up to somebody and just say hey i think you should do this even if i saw something them doing something wrong uh-huh like not moving the mic stand like i might tell them but i'm like i'm not gonna i don't even know this person like why am i gonna right tell them right to, to and then you that? never know how they're gonna take it because like yeah. they, they, they could have had a horrible set and they don't want to hear anything right. or if they had a good set they kind of want to hear stuff mm-hmm. so but you're right like it's it is hard to like to, mm. to be to to come forward with advice it's humbling definitely like to just go up to a, another comedian <clears throat> and just be like hey like let me ask you about this you know and pick their brain it kind of creates that sense of community because i feel like sometimes like there'll be people who have like ego or something like that that just do not want to like you know reach out to others so i think it's like really good to do that like just being like hey what do you think about this you know and just pick their brain well because I, I i see people um talk to like some other people and they're just never taught asking about things you know right and i'm like man that's like i sit with these guys in a car but like most of the time i'll spend a good amount of time picking their brain that's why i started doing the podcast because like i like asking questions finding out my mistakes and i don't care if, if it's from who i don't care if it's from someone who just started if they're like hey man i noticed you do this i would listen i'd be mm-hmm. like oh shit i am i'm putting my hand in my pocket when i'm right. doing that okay i never be like fuck you you're, and I, you know, I always like take i uh, I love construction criticism, you know, yeah. right. I always want to get better. So like those guys and I grew up playing sports and stuff. So I just like people who could bust my ass and I want to get better. I want to know how to do what right. you do. So like, I, yeah, anyone that's new, just constantly just ask. Cause like, that's the thing. Carlos and all those dudes love, they'll, they'll, they'll love to talk shop. Like, yeah, if they ask me, right. But I'm not going to go out there and cause then, yeah, you just seem like, I'm like, I'm never just going to be like, I don't feel like I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No, I don't think anyone does. Right. Even those guys that, that I look up to, they're like, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, like, I don't fucking know. Everyone feels like I don't think that goes away, dude. I don't I don't think it goes away, you know. 
for oh, that, was my, that was my male lady. You had the most blown people coming up to your house. Dude. No, that was. That was <laughs> is that lady Asian? I believe so. Okay, she looks very suspect, man. She's got a. She looks like she's seen some shit. She looks like, like she a spy. Like well, look at this neighborhood she walks. I know. She's like, I've been, you know, threatened like at least four times this week. This morning. <laughs> is that a Camry over there? My mom has the same car. Is that a Camry outside there? I don't know. Yeah, Childhood memories popping windows. up right now. I'm, yeah. I'm horrible at describing cars. Like, if I ever had to describe the car that the getaway drivers were in, I'd be like, it was brown. I can't describe people. Really? No, at all. I like, can describe people, but I think it's like the races. How me. would you describe me? Like if I robbed a bank? Oh, he, oh shit. <laughs> see? Because I, 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 I couldn't. Yeah. If you robbed I'd, a bank, I'd like, be like this wiry motherfucker who was like cussing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he was touching his face a lot. and uh, <laughs> This wiry motherfucker. He, he asked for feedback right before he left. <laughs> he said, did I rob this place good enough? Yeah. Was that too aggressive? Did that seem <laughs> real? He was, seem like I have a gun? He asked where all the cameras were. And... Uh, <laughs> Asking me to get a copy of the tape. Yeah, and then he told the crowd they sucked and left. <laughs> Wait, so for- he asked for a copy of the tape. <laughs> Submission tape. So I could rob better he, banks. He bigger- left forty dollars for a copy of the tape and uh, <laughs> appreciate it. Yeah. He Venmoed us, so I think that's how we're gonna be able to catch he him. He plugged a show. He plugged his podcast when he was leaving. Yeah. It was Wait, weird. So for people who don't know, what's the name of your podcast? Uh, random thoughts. Random thoughts. Yeah, I think I need to put random thoughts for Robert Amoto because there's like some other podcasts that say random thoughts. How long have you been doing it? Uh, like five five years you're like I, a, how like, many episodes are you at like 150 ish yeah i started it with my friend and then uh i never wanted to start it with a, a comic because like i started to see how many people start and stop comedy so i never knew who's gonna stick around man yeah i was like i i swear to god like i don't know who's gonna like be i was like oh, i'm just doing this by myself because i don't know who's I've, yeah. I've seen people that were really good stop yeah. You know, like in my time, I'm like, damn, what? I, I, and you don't even know they stopped till it's like been a year and a half later. Hey, what happened to this mo? And then like, oh, he quit a long time ago. Like, yeah. oh shit, I ain't seen him. I thought he's like, you see them post on Facebook and they're like in Wisconsin now. Like, yeah. Like, like what the fuck? Like teaching. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That is that's, weird. It's, it's weird. It's also very scary too. Cause I'm like, why did that guy stop? I thought he was good. <laughs> you know? Life gets in the way, man. Yeah. Knock you know, someone uh, up, you know, one, <laughs> one, of, one of the favorite quotes I heard is like, uh, I think Greg Fitzsimmons, like somebody asked him of like all the, cause he's been doing comedy like 30 years. Right. And he said that, uh, somebody asked him of all the comics that started with you, who are the ones that made it, you know? And he said simply the ones that never quit. Yeah. You know, because, and he, he talks about, he's like, and he would talk about like, you know, I knew this one guy who he was doing it. He was doing it for five, six years and he was horrible, but he never quit. And then finally, like in the seventh year, like something, something hit, like something, switched or like he finally started doing this and and then he had that six years of experience to go along with his newfound confidence and then it finally started to hit you know but like he said as long as you never quit like you're somehow you'll push through you know mm-hmm. well it's funny because like all like old older people like in their like 60s 70s will find out like oh like i'm a stand-up comedian you know like that's just how it happens and they go oh well you listen here skippy i used to be if stand-up comedian and, oh, tell you that and like i'm like what happened like oh you know life got in the way and i'm like oh god i don't yeah. want that to happen to me <laughs> they probably weren't they're liars i don't believe in <laughs> right. like listen you fucking liar uh 
<laughs> you went to, you did like one open mic, you did like one improv class. That's what people, did you, I was like, you're lying. I get what you're trying to do. You're trying to be inspired, seeing your, your, your <laughs> yeah. time's coming up. All right, listen, why are you around them? Like, who are you talking to? Where do you work at that you're around these old people that are saying this shit? And how often? Well, it's it funny seems like it's like, happening often. Well, it's funny because like <clears throat> I'll, um, I'll go to like 12 step meetings for oh, okay. my drinking and stuff. And so like I'll hang out with all these old timers, like these old people. They're like, oh, listen here, see me back in my drinking days. I used to be a stand up comedian. I'm like, all right, dude. Like, what's you up? hear crazy stuff in those meetings, huh? Oh People's yeah, stories of oh, like, oh yeah, dude, it's the best. I I heard a okay. I'm not gonna say where, but a girl was talking about how her boyfriend was shooting up in his armpit the other day, like in his car, and like he thought aliens were gonna come abduct him and stuff. It was insane. Like, there's people who talk to themselves in those meetings. Like, this one guy, he goes, "Motherfucker!" Like every meeting, like in this one. Oh, like while other people are talking. Yeah. Oh. Just talk to himself, motherfucker. Yeah, I hear the voices sometimes, but... How long have you been sober? Uh, a little over a year. Okay. Yeah. That's a good run. Yeah. Have you tried Have you tried before, or was it like one thing happened? It was like, like, I, I gotta, yeah, gotta. I've gone in and out. But this is like my like fourth attempt, and I'm like, all right. Is this the longest you've been one. sober? Oh, yeah. I mean, I tried to quit without like a 12-step program, mm-hmm. and that was just like horrid. But it's going okay. Do you feel right. like that would be hard, right? Like that you don't have people holding you accountable? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because then you could be like, you know what? I'm good. I, I've been three weeks without it. I could just take a sip. Yeah, I know. That's a good Are you stopping words. everything? Uh, a little. That, that's a no. That, <laughs> uh, no so we got to have some vice. I don't know. Yeah. There's I a bunch know. of comedy. I didn't really, until I got into comedy, there's that, I've never, I had never met so many people in, yeah. in a. Yeah. You, know, you can tell in. they're the ones that take their coffee black. Yeah. They're always. <laughs> yeah. They're Why the ones is that? that I don't. I guess because they're Psychos used to horrible fucking lunatics. You know what? That is a <laughs> thing that they all like their coffee black. Yeah, they all like their coffee black. I don't mind drinking coffee black if no one has anything. Right. I can, but I, I can, don't order it that yeah, way. Yeah, I can tell. Like I always tell them, like when they come over and I'm like making coffee, like you want cream? You know, you want cream? They're like, no, I'll take it black. Oh, how long have you been in the program? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny because like you go into those meetings and like they have little tiny styrofoam cups and like the Farmer Bros coffee that tastes like garbage dirt. And you just pour it in there. You're like, this is the strong shit. This is what's going to get me through 24 hours at a time. Like, yeah, you see people. Because I'd, I'd gone to one with uh, Carlos before. Uh-huh. I used to go with him. And uh, I just, like, you see people in there. And I'm like, oh, I'm not on. I like I like drinking. I enjoy drinking. You know, I have a good time. I don't get all crazy. Nah, sometimes I get crazy. But, like, I don't. Like, I see people. But it's like, but, like, you don't miss, like, days of work. Like, maybe a nah. hangover day. Like, maybe a hangover day. But, like. No. You've never I, faked a car accident to get out of work for a week. Faked a car <laughs> for a week. You don't, <laughs> that's what? That's a I, Why do you need to be off for a week? What are you doing for? I a week? I got some drinking I got to do, dude. A hangover is like a day. You didn't even. Yeah. You, you're like, you know I gotta what? Go I'm gonna keep binge, this going. Yeah, I gotta okay. keep this party going. Oh, Wait. here's a Nissan Sentra that got in a total car accident. Let me send that how to do my you, boss real quick. How do you? What's the call <laughs> when you? Or is it a text to the manager? It's a, t- it's a text that's a to text. where to where it's like I'm. And so you're still drunk usually. Yeah. Okay. And like the words are misspelled, and it's like I'm so sorry. Like, look what happened to my car, and they're just like, oh, we'll get better soon. But in their head, they're knowing that I'm doing blows somewhere in a bathroom you know, yeah like this text up. is at three in the morning so <laughs> and why is it daylight about? in the picture yeah. any yeah. text at 327 you said i just left uh, uh eating a dinner with my family it's it's at 6 p.m like well, I, 3 a.m. i've always <laughs> said that that like if america wanted to really combat the drug problem like they would like disable atm machines from like midnight to four in the morning oh my god because no one is taking cash out of an atm for anything good for anything good between right. midnight and you're four gonna in the morning. gamble 
or you're going to go to a strip club. Right. Well, it's right. like now Venmo is drugged. like is a great way to send money for drugs. Apparently. Are, dr- are drug money. dealers taking Venmo? I feel uh, like they take everything. I pay for all my weed on Venmo. You pay all your weed in Bitcoin? <laughs> yeah. Fucking. PayPal? Get, okay. like, yeah. yeah. Fuck anyone who drinks their coffee black or has Bitcoin. Okay. No one ever try to pay me. I don't know what I would charge you for something, but if you try to pay me in Bitcoin, I'd, I'd, get, I'd, get, I'd, I'd be mad at you for a long time. And you wouldn't know why. And then I don't like people that like candy corn. Or uh, my mom likes candy corn. Well, sorry, uh, <laughs> fuck her. And I don't like. <laughs> That's her favorite I mean, candy. I don't. Huh? That's her favorite candy. Why? I don't know. It has been. That's, no, that, that is that sentence has never been said. That candy corn is my what favorite is candy. What is the appeal? That's yeah, what I, I don't know. know. It's, it's never in a. It's, 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 it's always really, loose. It's, it's really always sugary. loose. I'm not even sure that thing even comes in a bag. I think it just comes in a box. <laughs> If you want, it's always just out. Yeah. It's always in a bowl. Hand in. Do you know what the packaging of candy corn looks like? It's uh, just always in a bowl. I think it's always and free. People's hands get in there. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're eating other people's I used coronavirus. To hate, I would egg people's houses that gave me candy corn. You would egg them? Yes. Oh, you know what? My mom told us a story <laughs> once Because it's disrespectful my- and I'm not wrong. I, n- I don't feel bad about it. Okay. You know why. If you came out and you saw your house egged, you should know why I did my, it. My mom said that one time for Halloween, my dad gave grapes. <laughs> Okay, Jesus you guys Christ. are on a list. All right, getting off. <laughs> and, then, and, the, and then in the morning, the grapes are all in the front yard. <laughs> How many? Is it in a bag? The front, like a ziploc? I, I wasn't around. It was like way before. But I think I'm imagining he would like you would take the 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 bundle of grapes and like break off like five or six grapes and toss them in. Maybe like if it was that's a, good, a lot of work, man. Maybe if it was like a good costume, maybe like ten grapes, you know. But when, uh, when I when I was like those grapes, was, yeah, there's this one house, house, and they would like. <laughs> You would go there and then take a picture of you in your costume and then save it for the next year so that when you came back the next year, they give you the picture of your costume from last year. That's what and they that told the, you while they're masturbating to your picture. Crazy? Yeah. Okay. Like, we need to report this. <laughs> yeah, what, are you, what are you talking about? For I'm real, dude. Liz is like, look, I have all 12 of my years. And like every year is like a slutty costume and I'm like yes. nine. Like that guy, you would just stand there and pose for this guy? Where yeah, are your like, parents at? Who's walking with you? What are you talking? Every year you go yeah, back, he'd do it every like, year and show you the picture the year before. He's like, yeah, you've grown. He's of like, course I he's already, back there jerking He's like, off. I already jizzed all over this. I was waiting for you. I know, dude. It's fucking I've never time. had a guy take a picture of me. <laughs> Ever. My my dad would have not. Saying it out guy. loud? No, I'm like, wait, was I like in like a. Yeah, you'd go him? inside. You'd walk you around his basement. You know, you'd have some he's tea. like, welcome, spend, welcome, kitties. Yeah. Every night you spend the, the the night at his house, your parents are like, where have you been? And you come home and you're like, ah, he told me to tell you that I don't know, he's taking out a photo. I don't know. My son, if I had my kid ever, if someone I ever, t- I'm, I'm kicking. My parents would take me there too. Would it? What would they, did they know I'm he was doing that? Did well, they know? Did yeah, they see yeah, him yeah, take yeah. the picture? Yeah. Was it like a Polaroid too? Yeah. Oh fuck! <laughs> Are we having some self-revelation right now on the podcast? You know, Sorry, uh, that's so funny when people don't like realize they were in a crazy situation like that until you like you 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 thought we were all gonna be like me too. Like I have a story like that. Like yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. No, not. I knew this was weird. Yeah. I was gonna throw that out there. Yeah, that's weird. But yeah, so if your kid like if you were taking him trick or treating and that ever happened, what would you do? If some dude took a picture of my kid. Yeah. And it was a Polaroid. Would you beat the shit nowadays? Out of them? Yeah, that's weird. Now that's too premeditated. You had a po- you have a Polaroid. I'm mad at you anyway. Okay, <laughs> you're gonna whip that out. Yeah, I'm no, I'm breaking his camera. <laughs> and then I find out he's like really a nice guy. That's what happened to me. That I would break his camera, and then I find out like he really does he's do like, that. I'm the whole neighborhood likes him. Kids. Yeah, that's horrible. Hey, uh, talk to us about because I'm I'm gonna share a Robert Amato memory right now. Um, 
I was masturbating in my car. You walked. Yeah, up. I was walking by, and uh, you're like, "You got a Kleenex?" And I was like, "No." And then you just grabbed my shirt sleeve. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I said, "Just, <laughs> just, and just say, all, just say the words." And you're all, "Do you want junior. more grapes?" Yeah, just call him Junior. And then uh, just call your shirt sleeve Junior from now on. No, um, I was, I was, I was starting out. I was like in my first month, and I had I had done the comedy spot open mic. Only once before. Right. You opened by saying the N-word. I remember. I remember. Right. And then. Um, <laughs> Not cool. Happens. They post the list and I'm like, oh, I'm right after Robert Amoto and that guy's really funny. So this is going to be really easy. The crowd's going to be like in a super good mood. I was like, all right, this is going to be great. Right. I'm going to be professional. And uh, it was the first time I saw you pull a Robert Amoto and you went out there and you did like one joke. Two jokes, and then you're like, "Man, fuck you guys! Nobody's <laughs> listening. Nothing but a bunch of comics in here. Look, at you guys back there. Fucking three people just left, That's and you're like, nah, 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 fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I'm out of here. Bye." Jesus Christ! And then the and then the host came out. They're like, uh, "Next comic, Jesse Rivera." <laughs> and you're like, "Fuck." See, that's how why. You, how, what should I have done to huh? reset that room? To reset, probably nothing. I just fucking blew it up. There's no, see, that's why I don't want to do that. I, I feel bad over my, because I've done that before. And sometimes it'll go well, but if I'm really mad, then I don't, you know. Yeah, no, you were really mad. I know, because here's the thing. I'll start to like think of all the things I did to get there. You know what I mean? Like, like not, not, not mm, all things in life. Like I'm thinking like, like I, I put my kid to sleep. I skipped dinner. Yeah. I, I was like, yeah. I think about all this shit yeah. and there's three people here and they're like all comics and they're fucking, you know what I mean? Like they're not, it's like, this is not. This is like a waste of my time. And then I'll have that negative thing. But I'm trying to get better, man. I've been listening to a lot of motivational. <laughs> so you basically a lot of motivational, motivational videos. Uh, no, I don't know what you could have done to follow that. Uh, you could have like, well, I just started comedy. I don't know who that psycho was. You know what I mean? Or just fucking shit on me. I guess you could have done. He walked in there with a grenade. In his I guess now I would know to shit on you. Yeah. It. Someone's first time. Who's, whose first time was it seeing me? Uh, was it Kiefer? Or not Parker. One of the first times they saw me is I did this. I like I, I abandoned my set and just and for like two or three minutes talked about my how I would kill myself right now. Oh <laughs> and it was like God. putting a shotgun in my mouth or a, a revolver in my mouth and pulling the trigger and I get mad because I get clicked but nothing happened. Uh-huh. You know, so I'm like more scared. And, and, then, Parker, just, and then Parker came up. It was like, just a whole. And then Parker came out. So that's how I would have done it. Yes. And I, but here's the thing. I didn't remember doing that. Like I knew I did that. But then someone was like, yeah, my first time. Seeing, I was like, oh, dude, that's not good. <laughs> what a bad example. So now I'm trying to uh, just to not do that as much um, uh-huh. and just do my material. Because like if I do come there with stuff to work on, then I won't feel like that regardless. If the set bombs in front of three people, mm-hmm. uh, then it then it bombs. When uh when I see you at open mics and uh, I'm a people watcher right I'm always watching people especially like comics that that I that are have been doing it you know as long as you and I feel I can learn from uh when you're going through your phone <laughs> when you're going through your phone before a set are you looking at your notes or are you just fucking uh, no I'm looking so at my notes I don't like notes? to like I'm not someone who likes to just be chilling like this and then go up like I uh-huh. couldn't be yeah. talking like this like whatever. And then just go up like, oh, it's time for my set. Right. Like I like to be in my own. That's why I go chill in the back uh-huh. or whatever. Uh, but when I do riff or do crowd work, that's why I walk around the room so much because I'm looking at everyone. I'm seeing what people yeah. are laughing at. Yeah. I'm seeing who's sitting next to who. I'm seeing who's responding to what. Sometimes like the, the old person that you think is gonna gonna not laugh at anything, they're the ones enjoying. They're laughing at the worst shit, you know. Yeah. So I'm like spending most of the time looking at people. But yeah, I'm always looking at the notes to be like what can what uh haven't i said 
in this room before. What, what am I trying to work what, on? What kind of notes do you have? Like, you know what you've said in different rooms or what, what kind of notes do you? I just know what I said there at the last time I was here. Right. So, and uh, okay. also too, like a way for me to be like, if there's all comics in the room, mm-hmm. right. Then, uh, a lot of comics are like, fuck, everyone's heard my jokes. I'm going to say five minutes worth of shit that they haven't heard. Okay. Cause I just wrote, you know, I write You're a lot. So it, yeah. yeah. Cause it, then I don't feel like that. I'm not feeling like, Oh fuck. Uh, Jesse's going to hear me saying just fuck my fucking closer, like a fucking douche, you know, but like, I'll just say five minutes of new shit. Then I'm more confident. Like, Oh, they haven't heard none of this shit. Right. And so I'll try to, fo- or stuff that I haven't said in a long time. I you know. I can never get tired of hearing the salmon joke. Oh yeah. That's, or uh, the, uh, the writing on the handlebars joke. Those get, see, and the salmon one, do y'all have this too? Like jokes have, like that used to just cut off at a point, And then the second half of it didn't come to like two years later. Right. Uh-huh. I added a whole part to it. So the jokes are never finished. And uh-huh. then there's, dude, like my, uh, uh, the thing that I used to close with in my first year, like I don't even do anymore. Really? Yeah. I used to and close that, like at one it. point you're like, this is the best thing I've yes. ever written. This right. is so good. Uh-huh. I'm going to close my first album with this. Yes. And it just. That it just happens. The, I don't know if you outgrow them because your performance gets better or your writing gets better, but then that joke started to not do well. That's what Anthony K said the other night. I was talking to him, and he said that he just didn't have that perspective on life anymore. Yeah. And yeah. so he just stopped telling a bunch of his jokes. Right, and that's why in the beginning, uh, my first, or even now, I don't have a ton of the stuff. So you're like five, six years in? Uh, like five and a half. Five yeah. and a half, okay. August would be six. Okay. But like I don't. Um, I never wrote about sex and like dick jokes in the beginning, dick check, uh, j- dick sex and fart jokes in the beginning. Cause I always heard comics. Like I listened to a ton of podcasts, so they'd always say that they started out writing that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you end up having to throw that shit out. Right. Okay. Right. Like a little, once you outgrow it, you're like, dude, what the hell am I talking about? I'm talking about nothing but, and it's not going to work in like a clean place. So I just wrote around that. Um, cause I figured by the time that I want to do those jokes, then I'll just be better, so those jokes would be better, right? You know, if I do want to write about that stuff, but the problem is like if you're only doing that stuff and then you get booked off that stuff in the beginning, you have to do that. So now you're going to only feel comfortable doing that stuff because that's what you're used to doing, right? And so now if you go into a winery, that's just not going to go well. Right. If you go into, you know, like different places, that those dick and sex jokes aren't going to. Yeah, work. I I feel like I'm that like I feel like right now like I have like. I don't know. I think I have a strong 10 minutes, but I think it's a 10 minutes catered to a particular crowd. Like, like you said, like, I don't think I could take my 10 minutes to a winery and do well. Like I could take my 10 minutes to comedy burger and do well, right. you know, but, um, I think like I'm at the point right now where like, I really need to start. I don't, so I'm, I'm kind of stuck right now. Cause like I've heard, I've heard some comics say that like, dude, it's cool to spend like two years working on a 10 minute set. And then like other comics say like, just like keep adding stuff, keep adding stuff. But I'm, I'm like at a, it's, it's a, it's a tough spot to like be wanting to like expand, but also just tighten what you have, you know, Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a weird spot. Like what, what would you go back and tell, uh, uh, 18 month, 18 month old comic. What are you at? You're a year and a half. Yeah. I'm I'm just under a year and a half. Yeah. So I had like done my first like 15, I think at that point. And then Carlos took me out and then, um, I think I just hosted it like laughs or some shit. And then he was like, uh, so I just had done 15. I'm like, oh, I could do 15. Like, um, that was like the most I did, you know? And, and it was, was like, like everything you had. Huh? Yeah. And then he yeah. was like, yeah, we're going to go to Winnemucca. He's like, you can come oh, like shit. feature. Right. And I'm like, cool. He's like, but yeah. And he messaged. He's like, do you want to do it? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, by the way, you're doing 30. 
And oh. I was like, what like, the f- And then you had done 15. I had done 15. I had half 15. I had done 15. It was like going like, all of your stuff. you know, that was yeah. everything. So then I had to like, I had like a month. So I was like going to every, every open mic, writing like a crazy maniac and like just fucking. Dude, I looked at the thing. I don't know what the hell I was talking about. I was talking about the Powerball. Like it was curler events on there and shit uh-huh. like i don't even like a topical dude but there was like current events on there and shit just to fill the time yeah and then you find out like what because now you really have to space out those jokes that work you know and but i wouldn't say like just try to keep adding jokes uh try to make that those sets as like the five seven and ten as strong as you can so any type of thing that where there's like a lull if there's like 30 seconds without a laugh like replace that with something different that does get the laugh in there and then pack it into where you really feel like there's no like, if you had to go up behind whoever, like, that would stand, you know? Because, like, a lot of times people, like, I have this amount of time. And, like, they have to follow Ellis or Mikey Winfield. And they see them do the same amount of time. And they get applause breaks throughout. So, no, you don't have that amount of time, right? Like, you thought you had that. And why are you nervous right now? Because your shit's not good enough. Why is it not good enough? Because it's not good enough. And you're, the only reason you're feeling that way is because you know in your head it's not good enough to follow that. And you're not at the time that they should be. You know, you're not 15 years in, but you've just seen what someone can do in that time. Right. And what is possible in that time. So that j- should just make you want to get better and make it stronger. Because mm-hmm. that's how I, JR would pop in in front of me uh, at open mics. Kyrie would always put his name. I'd, we'd go out uh, to open mics. Me and Kyrie would go out and then he'd make me sign up and then he'd put his name in front of me. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, I'm like, oh, you're going to fucking bury the room. Because I know he's going to riff on everything. Yeah. Fucking murder, right? Right. Didn't you tell like, the story once about that uh, Kyrie was tired of you telling all your jokes and he went up before you and said your jokes? Yes. Yes. Oh, he would shit. he would he would do my closers, my openers before me. Just say the punchline so I couldn't use them at like <clears> mics. <throat> so I'd have to do That's some tough shit. love right there. Yeah, you know? And uh Yeah, so I can't rely on that shit. And then it made me like I'm so then I got to the point like I don't give a fuck, you can say all that shit. I'm not gonna give a fuck. I'm not saying none of that. After mm-hmm. you, you know, and then, um, but part of that, the reason, um, he was doing that too, it was, a uh, it involved me, him and Diego. Uh, there was a comic, that, uh, in the, t- at the time that took all three of our jokes. Like he took some material from all three of us. Oh, wow. So he wanted everyone, Kyrie was making a point for everyone to know, especially all the comics that he's doing my material. So they knew. So it'd be like, I'm obviously doing Robert's material. So then that guy, he'd be in the room that that all the other comics knew that he was doing my thing. So when he went up and did it, because we talked to him about it. and Did he admit it or did he just think that did he just subconsciously bite your material? I don't even know how he would have got the it was the one of them was that the thing that I closed with. And it's from bartending. And uh-huh. I don't know how he would get that picture. Like who asked a normal guy to take pictures like that often? And he got some off. Yeah. Here's the thing. That's a great they were, joke. You're they like, were, that's how you look. Yeah, they were all our, they were all the, like the best jokes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like he was taking, well, there was some a, parallel thought on like a mediocre joke, right? Like about right. elevators. Like it was like, no, some like thing that's like one of our best jokes. So uh, he acted like he didn't know like that. He's like, oh my bad. I didn't know that we had similar jokes. Like, no, not similar. He did it on a show. <laughs> I asked him, I told him one time because we were on a show. I'm like, hey man, can you not, we have like a similar joke. In my head, only fucking stolen right. whatever, but but he's not around no more. And I I, don't, I try not to uh, focus on things like that. I don't think negative people like that or people like that are gonna last. So in my head, if that happened again, I would just not. I'd be like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I don't 
I wouldn't be cool with them. Right. But, like, I, in my head, I'm like, you're not serious about this shit. Like, you're not, Putting like, a real comic to me, so I'm not even going to pay you attention. I got it. I got yeah. it. Yeah, so. But that's, yeah, he was doing that, and th- those type of things make you a lot better. I've had those moments where, I'm like, I've been on a show, and, like, JR or someone pops in. Or I've told this before, too. I was at the San Luis Obispo Comedy Festival, and, like, all the shows are, like, sold out. And the host, Dave Berlay, is, re- he, he was... He's like a nationally touring comedian, does right. impressions. He was just on The View the day before, right? And uh, Carlos told me he's good, and I'm up bullet. And then he's like, he's hosting. And Carlos is like, uh, yeah, he's like, he's going he's gonna to do well. He's going he, he's gonna to get the room for you. And uh, I don't even know comedy like a two, two and a half years at this point. And so everyone on there, like on this festival, like has like TV credits and shit. Wow. Like they're all fucking good. And uh, so I'm like looking at the room, and then he starts killing. He's getting tons of applause breaks, you know? And uh, he's not doing the impression, so I'm like, oh, cool, he's, like, taking it easy for me. Like, he probably knows that I'm, like, newer. And then the last two minutes, he starts going into new impressions. And I don't think they stopped clapping. Like, throughout the whole thing, it was just fucking, it was it was Charlie Sheen into Trump into yeah. Vince Vaughn talking to uh, uh, Owen Wilson. Like, yeah. fun, hilarious shit. <laughs> and I looked at Carlos, because <laughs> I was seriously, con- it was, like, a real thought. Like, I was like, right. I should just, because there was nowhere to move. You know how I like to pace? I was yeah. like. It was like I was like right here, and the stage is like right there, like like four feet in front of me. I was to the right of it, and I had to stay in this little box. And the door was right there. I was like, I should just leave, and then they'll just they'll be like Carlos would just fill in for me, right? <laughs> like if I just leave, then they'll just be like it'll be a better show. And he saw like the panic in my eye because he he'd had it, and he was like, hey hey, chill out, like you're you're funny. And I that hella helped at that point because I didn't know he's like just don't try to do that. Like you're here. Like, yeah, you're just- he's like go up there and just mention it real quick. I think he said, like, just go say the only impression I can do is of a bad girlfriend or a bad boyfriend or something. <laughs> just to transition real quick that I'm uh-huh. not, hey, I'm not doing that. I'm not this guy. Right. And then it went went well. So but, that, that reset the room. Yeah. Something quit. Yeah. Because I there's times sometimes you feel like I don't, I have that. I don't know, if that, that, you know, like that imposter syndrome or some shit. I just, I. I, I live that life. Yeah. I <laughs> I did not feel like I was, I was like, dude, what am I doing here right now? Yeah. You know, but it ended up going well, but he had been in that situation too. So he knew, uh, like, I think what I needed to hear at that time. Yeah. You know? Cause I'm sure they've, they've felt that as well. Um, yeah. David Samuel told me the funniest story about, uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but, uh, he was telling me that this year at Savage Henry, you didn't, you ended up not going uh-huh. and you had been like signed up like for a bunch of shows. Yeah, he just went to all the shows that like he he said, at, he said that that he had like one show right, but that he realized that you weren't gonna be at the festival, and he went to all the shows you were supposed to be on. It was like he's not gonna be here. Can I just have a spot? He I said, think he asked me. Didn't he? Didn't he text me and said, "Can I do your spot?" I don't know. Yeah. He said he just that that uh that he just went around to to all the places that, so that he sad. knew you were supposed to be at. No, what's it? Chris up, Durant knew. I told him that I'm not gonna go. And he picked up a bunch of sets. Um, because I ended up going to uh. Portland or something with 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 Carlos, mm-hmm. you know, at a club. So I was like, I'll do that. And so I wanted to go to the festival because I knew it was gonna be. But you know what? No, I knew I was gonna be hung over the whole fucking time. I was like, this is gonna be good. I'm gonna be a fucking piece of shit happen. scumbag out there, and then like trying to perform later, hungover. Everyone's gonna be just drinking all day. Uh huh. So I was thinking that I was like, I could do that, or I could just go to uh, an actual club and try to get past at this club that I've never been to. So it was, I, it was like a no brainer. Uh-huh. Go. But that's funny that they just have some white surfer dude coming in <laughs> in his yeah it. Rainforest Cafe t-shirt he always wears. You know, that, that fucking shirt he always wears, that Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, he does, huh? Yeah. He's a funny guy, though. 
Yeah, I like it. What What do you What do you want to do this year? What's What's your What's your uh, What's your goal for this year? Uh, do longer sets. Mm-hmm. Um, get tell more stories. I think because I, I want to work on. Yeah, were you um, always a storyteller? Were you ever like a one liner? Or like it seems like all of your like most of your jokes like are kind of two three minute long. See, and no, they used to be short. Yeah, they would probably be like thirty seconds, and then, dude, because in the beginning you just want to laugh right and you don't know you're like i hope this gets a laugh i hope these people get up or i hope these people laugh at this when i get up and then like oh if i keep it shorter then uh if it bombs then i can just go on the next thing because in the beginning well i i hate when i say stuff like oh when i first started out but you know um you silence is like oh shit they're not laughing Mm -hmm. but like it's cool to have like do you know like what's your longest like in in a joke in any joke that you have like do you know what's your longest that you go without a laugh where you're just talking without a punchline? Is it like a minute, a minute and 30, two minutes? Uh, I'll usually time that. I won't go like a minute, but um, the beginning setup of the paperclip thing is pretty long. Or it's not that, it's probably like 20 seconds. And then there's, in the in the cocaine story, there's some parts of it that sometimes might get a laugh, but I don't care if it does, because it's important to the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I think that comes with, but you can't do that in the beginning. Like as far as being comfortable with silence, like you can't because like if your set's only five minutes and you're being comfortable with like you're saying 20 seconds, 30 seconds of silent, that's a long, that's a huge part of your set. Right. Right. So it needs to be like that. But um, that's, that'll just come more when like uh, you're just confident in you have enough to get them back if it doesn't work. Uh Uh-huh. And also, too, I think that's why videotaping is, is so uh, instrumental because you watch yourself and you'd be like, man, dude, I, it, I, I didn't say anything for, for a hell of a long time. And you watch it and it was only two seconds. Yeah, you've, you've completely sold me on the videotaping of the set because I, I record every one of my sets, like audio. Mm-hmm. Like I have a routine. Like I'll come home. I'll let the dog out. I'll pack a bowl. The dog is out running around and I'll listen to the set. And I learned, and I did pick that up from you. It was like, because like at first I would listen to my set, be like, oh, listen to listen to them laugh at this one, listen to them laugh at this one. But then I was like, you're right. Like, I need to listen to what they're not laughing at, because right. like that's really what's that's that's why I'm yeah. watching this game film, right? Um, not yeah. to not to not to toot my own horn at the stuff that got laughs, but like try to figure out like what they didn't laugh. But this thing that you explained about like how when you're watching, you're picking up the little intricacies that you're <clears> doing that about touching your face or like. You know, I I used to do a thing where I, I would always put my hands behind my back and mm-hmm. like I would tug at the back of my shirt. I, I used to do that a lot. And I kind of got away from that because there's a lot of things that, that you can work on. There's a, there, there's a ton of things that you can only work on on stage. Right. Like right. How, how the joke's going to go. But you, there are things that are within your control. Like and those are the things I want to be able to that why I videotape, why I listen, because I can get better from the time that I got off stage and went home and just worked on stuff. You can work on stuff at home. So you could work on, yeah, like your performance. Like, am I being too fidgety? These are things that are correctable, right? Was mm-hmm. I messing with the wire? Like, did I not, oh, yeah, did I, was funny. I not pausing long enough? Those are things that are correctable. So you can get better by the next time you're on stage. Maybe the joke didn't get better. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it still didn't hit, but your performance did. So those things are within your control. I try to control what I can. And then if the set the set goes how it goes, right. but like I can do as much preparation and uh, uh, be as prepared for the set as I can, and I work at it. So then um, I'm fine with bombing. But if it's if I'm bombing because I didn't prepare, 
then I can't, I'm not cool with that. Yeah. Like, I'm never cool with that. If I went up and did a long set and I didn't, it came out choppy because I didn't, like, review my set. I didn't rehearse certain mm-hmm. certain things that I don't say all the time. Then that'll eat me up. Mm-hmm. That'll fuck me up. So you're, you're always you're, you're always studying it. Like, you're not you're not just going to a show and, like, you're not just showing up at a show going, I'm going to do this. You're always kind of putting in your homework and... Yeah, I mean, and if I go off riffing, that's that's actually what I'm doing. I'm like just going off riffing, but in my head, I have the set down to like the whatever last second. Mm-hmm. If I needed, to. if I couldn't talk to anyone, then it would be exactly for what it's what it's there for, you know? right? But yeah, it is important to work on things you're not good at, dude. Kobe Bryant, rest in peace. Didn't, oh, does, he didn't he doesn't go to the gym and work on dunking? You know what I mean? Like right. he doesn't go to the gym and just like let me work on these dunks. You're like you're working on these other things that you don't know how to do. And what I and see what other people do well too, I love Alpha. I think Alfonso is one of the best dudes at acting stuff out, right? Yeah. And yeah. chilling in silence, he's good at that. Like having long jokes to. Because, like he'll do the thing where like, he's like, uh-huh. like nobody knows what I just did. But like, right. Yeah. Just yeah. That yeah. was good for radio, right? That, now. Was, that was really good. Yeah, I realized like he that. looked left to right and didn't yeah, say anything. That's what kind I did. Of just panned that, the crowd. That was my Alfonso portrait. I'll do the play-by-play for you impersonation. Well, but, I guess my question is for you. So you talk about rehearsing and like looking at your stuff and like getting ready. Like, what is your method for that? Because someone who's like newer in comedy, like I'll be at work, like saying my set in my head or something. But then I'm like sitting here and I'm like, am I being stupid by like recording my set at home and like practicing it? Like, what's your method? Uh, I just think the more times you do it, even if it's by yourself, right? Uh, if it's on stage, the more comfortable you'll be with it. And right. then don't be too married to it. Like if, if you're don't if you're if, like you don't want to be robotic, right? right. You mean like I went to the mall, and then you sound if you if you think you're sounding robotic, you are, right? Right. But you have to be willing to change. That's a lot of things I think I see with people is like they don't change stuff. Um, like if it's not working, like I right. see them for years. I'm like, you still why are you are still doing that? Like why are you not fixing that? Um, but again, I won't say anything to the person. Right. But it's like I want to know. You know what I mean? Um, but I think that's what the thing with being not just record. Everyone goes up and records their sets, hits the record button. Yeah. I guarantee, like n- more than half these motherfuckers. I'd say probably eighty percent people don't listen to it. Yep, but I'm in that eighty percent. You're just hitting it. <laughs> listen to it and cringe. Yeah. Right, dude. Hit, how can you not listen to yourself and expect other people to? Yeah, that's true. And you can't stand your own shit. Like that's you know true. what I mean. It's like like and it is it is hard people. to watch yourself. I hate fucking doing it. Uh-huh. But you get used to it like anything else. You know what I mean? Like you just get used to. Hearing your voice, if you don't like the way you're opening up, then change that shit. It's annoying to you. It's annoying to the fucking audience. You know right. what I mean? And so, some things, too, you don't want to get too into it. Mm-hmm. I've seen some stuff on video, and I'm like, should I change? Like, no, I just do that. Don't change that. Because I, I feel like I was getting too into, like, nah, don't touch your jeans. I'm like, no, you're just do- you're being normal. That's fine. You know? Yeah, yeah. So you don't want to, I don't know. But in rehearsing, um, I will, for longer sets, like, uh... I had to do a um, 45 minute one the other day and I won't just like that. I'm not going to uh, kind of like how the tape is or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't rehearse the parts that I know because that's going to take too much energy. Right. I used to do that. I used to sit through and um, rehearse like a 30. And if I fuck up, I got to start over. Like you would run it like in your living room or something? Yes. And it's a lot of energy, man. I saw it from the beginning from I'd, I'd yeah. walk up, grab the mic, <clears throat> whatever, open, hung and open and go through. And if I fuck up, I got to start over. And then you're just like putting yourself wow. in a cycle. Yeah. Like I have to, I have to like, I would do, especially that's 15s. like sports training right there. Right. Where like coaches running drills and if you fuck up, you got to do it over. Yeah. I used to not go. I used to, but for every set, dude, I would not 
uh, I would have to nail it three times in a row rehearsing before I went out in a row. Because like if I fuck up, I'm like, you're going to fuck up like that on stage. They, they, like That would have happened right now where you where you mumbled. That would have happened on stage. Start over, you fucking idiot. Why are you so hard on yourself? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. You it's really not are. good. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's not. I don't. I tried to be a little more chill on that, but I will yell at myself like that. I'm like, you would have done that uh -huh. in front of people. Like, why do you think is this is what's crazy to me that people like who don't that they just go out and do stuff. I'm like, are you that clutch that you're you're better with the lights on? You're Conor McGregor. You're fucking going to go out there and nail it. Like you haven't said this fucking thing. You've never strung together these 15 minutes worth of jokes. Right. Uh -huh. You're just going to go out there and nail it. That's fuck. That's insane to me. OK, that's yeah. the confidence to like you, you've never said these words 15. These these these. But there's, there's got to be a confidence, though, to get up there and do it. Yeah. The, like there's got to be a, a showman to it because like i've done like before i did comedy like i was like i was like in high school marching band like i was in jazz band like i was in choir and like you, you always, choir yeah yeah what yeah. do you sing i was a tenor i don't know the shit like yeah, i asked I was, like i know i, was, <laughs> I asked like i was gonna ask something i got excited i was like oh he knows yeah i, yeah. I was in band for like yeah. four years so i do know what'd I, you play uh clarinet and bass clarinet okay ah, trumpet's yeah. where it's at I yeah. wish I played if trumpet. If I did, if yeah. I could do it over again, I would have played trumpet. I played alto sax. Trumpet was still, uh, maybe I would have stayed in if I could play trumpet. And the clarinet, I was walking to the back of the bus. I was on the oh, hoop yeah. team with the bass clarinet. And then this black dude named Clyde was like, Rob, Rob over here playing the fucking flute. And everybody laughed. Was the bass clarinet the <laughs> it wasn't one that a was flute, like, but they don't give a fuck. The bass clarinet was the big one that was like, a, that was like long, like a tenor sax. Yeah, man. And you had to have the stand. Yeah. 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 How'd you get stuck with that? Cause I got promoted, cause I was good at clarinet. You know what I'm saying? How'd you get in clarinet in the first place? Like, My mom put me in it, cause she ah, fucking liked Kenny G. Shit. What an asshole! Like <laughs> that was a saxophone. What? That huh? was like a. I know she picked sax. it wrong, you know. And then yeah, I like, guess it looks like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my family didn't even have money, so I was renting the clarinet. You know, yeah. I didn't even own the clarinet. And then yeah, we rent my first saxophone. We rented it, and my mom reminded me every time she bought the money order. This is for your saxophone. Dude, we live hella far away from the music place. And then I'm like, I need a new reed. And then she wouldn't get me a reed, so my shit be cracked. And I'm over here just like squeaking during oh, the thing. I'm like, oh shit, man, I'm all... that's the worst. Yeah. No, but I was in. Uh, yeah, I did like it because I learned how to read music, and like I, I do have an appreciation for who like to play instruments. Yeah, I, 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 I miss it. I still have a saxophone, and I want to figure out how to not in comedy, but like an improv. Like, if you bring, bring the saxophone no, on stage, I'll I will smack not. The I'm promising you, you that right now. <laughs> If you if you say I'm gonna leave you with this and you and you pull a saxophone out of a case, start playing Careless Whisper. That'll be the last time you'll see me walk out of your set loud. I might flip over a chair, and there will be a special emergency. Random Thoughts podcast. Mm -hmm. Jesse is canceled. Oh, I can picture you putting the strap over your oh. back and then uh, like like screwing the mic in and explaining this profound thing you're about to do as I tip over the garbage can. <laughs> I want and I want it to be full of like cans too, so it's loud. So you kind of have to address it. I'll just play louder. Is it? <laughs> I don't know what bit. I pay no attention to the wiry man in the back. This <laughs> <laughs> goes out to the wiry guy in the back. I wouldn't get mad if you did. Yeah, I would. I'm no, telling you that. No, now. I'm not gonna do it. Like, but but like, I might. I'll do it. I'll do it like an improv. I don't mind. Uh, I've seen people be good with props. You know. I was like magician <laughs> comedians I've seen. Justin Rivera is hilarious. Justin uh, Rivera is a hilarious comedian with uh, magic and stuff. Really? Yeah. 
He I just think, had like a punchline. Carrot Top kind of killed it for the prop comics. I don't know. Like he's so like he's super successful and super rich, but like no one wants to be a prop yeah. comic. I used to watch him back in the day. He was the only one that was like on. But Comedy you were like Central. thirteen. Like it's cool. I know. To, like it's cool to like that when you're thirteen. I knew I wouldn't do that, but I was like, oh, that's fun. He's got a speed radar gun and it shoots out eyeballs or what? I don't know what he was saying. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't. I uh, couldn't do that, but. I admire people that can do that stuff. Yeah, it's tough. I, I think most of the things that I dislike are like secretly things that I like. Uh huh. And then I, I'm mad I can't me, do that because I'm too self conscious. Take saxophone off my right. This is, <laughs> is that on your you goals this year? Was, it was a bad idea. I need to get over my. Uh, it was a bad idea. I'm being too too hard on myself. Uh, no one's gonna judge me if I pull out a saxophone. One hundred percent. And anyone who doesn't say okay. <laughs> This is what I'm going to tell you. Who are the friends right. who let yes. you do this? Anyone who daps you after you get off the phone, the thing with the saxophone, okay, and says, good shit, I like what you did, they're not your friend. I, I'm your friend, <laughs> right, and I'll tell you, this is fucking, do not do that, okay? Right. If I went up there and punched you, the audience should clap and be on my side. They shouldn't be like, why'd you hit that guy playing the saxophone? You should be like, thank you for doing that, now he knows. Right, but now you guys would all stare at me in horror. Like, why'd you hit him? And I'd be like, you guys fucking know why I hit him. And I'd be that, then that makes me mad at the audience because I'm like, you know why I hit him, and you're being fake. You're enabling this shit. Right. Don't let this keep going on. Oh man, I'm up in three comics. You'll see. <laughs> you'll see a real comic. Yeah, man. This, is, this is. You'll be seeing a real comic soon. Yeah, I'm gonna play the clarinet, a real man's instrument. Oh man. Hey, uh, since you crushed my sax stream, you want to plug your show so we get the fuck out of here? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just shit on your. Uh, <laughs> was that too inside we only just talked about comedy was that fine that's the, that the, too the podcast is called comic talk okay <laughs> i know what it's called but i'm saying was that too you know what i mean no like, that's, was that too, the, when i, I first started the podcast it, it was the very first couple episodes of comic talk were me bringing a comic on we'd play one of their jokes and then we'd talk about like the construction and deconstruction and evolution of that joke but then i got to the point where like i realized that like not everybody wanted to put their material up on a platform where it could be heard yeah like what was that we just played a minute of silence how do you feel about that yeah. what was that because that was your because that was closer, what your set though, was right? like yeah that you closed on that so yeah why so no it's it's great that we only talked about comedy because okay. uh, uh, i wanted to pick your brain for the longest time and yeah. then like you never had me on your podcast, so I had to start a podcast. You can, I'll get you Did on you it. You know, there. no, because you asked hella early. And I did, I, I did. Here's, I, you, I think you're like a month in. I was like, put me on. Here's the thing, I don't, I don't mind that. I don't mind that, but I do like knowing someone's gonna stick around. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. So, but I do want to have like newer comics on. So I wouldn't mind. You said that like on. in episode seventy-eight, and I haven't heard a new comic. I don't know. Uh, no, I don't know when you said that. <laughs> I don't even know what a new. I feel new. I still feel fucking new, man. Do I don't. You? Yes, dude. I feel like I. You know, it's not. I think I. In the beginning, you always want to be doing it longer, but then once that the time starts going, you start to feel like, oh fuck, I wish I was not. I wish I was new. Yeah. You know what I like mean? Like you want to slow it down. Yeah, man. Because then the your expectations of yourself get higher, uh -huh. like what you're supposed to be doing and shit like that. And I don't know. And time, I, well, uh, I'll go back to this real quick before I don't get out of here, uh, is time doesn't matter because it's what you do with it. Like somebody has been doing it for two years, but they only go up like twice a week. Mm. Somebody can been doing it for six months and they go up five times. You know what I mean? Right. They go up like three times a night. 
they're going to be better than you and seem like they've been doing No, I'm, I'm seeing that right now. We're like people that have not, yeah. Don't pay attention to, t- I don't, who gives a fuck about time? You're going to see someone who's been doing it less than you be better. You're going to see, you're, don't right. compare yourself. That shit's going to be, that'll drive you crazy. Yeah. Well, I have plenty of things that drive me crazy now right. that I don't have a saxophone to think about. <laughs> you could play a song for me. You know what I mean? That's busted out right now. No. No. I, I feel bad because what if that's the thing that makes you famous and I just ruined it? Like the, your shit, you, you play the saxophone and it was gonna go vi- viral. It was gonna go viral. You know? It was gonna, gonna go, go viral, viral, and now you have like on the side of your tour bus. Well, maybe a you beating me up is gonna go viral. Yeah, guy yeah. hits dude playing saxophone. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely look like an asshole. Just go on American Scott, America's Got Talent. With my play saxophone? The saxophone and like improv that shit. Yeah, do that and see what I write on the comments. <laughs> 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 right, I'll be the first one to comment. Get this bullshit off my. <laughs> Voice of a generation. God. All right. Now it's both of you guys. Oh. <laughs> yeah, man. I wish I could apologize for that, but I died. I, no, I, I would hate you for that. that um, no, no I really meant it. No one's ever feelings. gonna hear it. <laughs> don't don't edit this part out. I, uh, this is I, gonna I, be I on hope, your clip that I, I do the. the I hope it hurts the... your feelings, and uh, I hope you were serious about it. I hope I crushed that dream. Okay. All right, dream crusher. And fuck that idea. Where can we hear you? Where can we see you? Uh. Oh, the Random Thoughts podcast. Yeah. Uh, you can get that on everything. Everything you can get this on. And uh, I'll be, uh, I'm featuring at Last Unlimited this weekend, 7th through 9th. Is, yeah, what's this today? ain't going to be up that soon. When's this going to be up? I don't know. Got a, lot of, got a lot of editing to do on this one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I wish I would have said it throughout so you can't edit. Uh, <laughs> damn it. That's what I need to do. It's the same more racist shit throughout, then it's going to be harder for you. When are you doing time. another uh, show at the uh, Flamingo? When is this coming out? In, in, in June? No. Hey, this check will, it out. I'll this fucking be. <laughs> this will be out, let's say, two weeks. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, you guys missed me at Last Unlimited. It was uh, great. <laughs> it was great, man. I fucking crushed the crushed. shows, dude. Standing ovation. Yep. Standing ovation in the beginning yep. and halfway through. And then you made them move the stage back right. to the they old They followed spot. me out. They carried me out. That shit was crazy, man. Um, yeah. Yeah. They kept saying that that you're the guy. I don't know what that meant. <laughs> they said they carried me. This guy, yeah, this, guy. He's like, you're the guy. Some guy yelled it from me. He's like, you're the guy. And then I didn't see him the rest of the thing. You know? Hashtag, he's the guy. Yeah. Um, well, I don't what, 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 I, This is going to be out in two weeks. I don't know what the fuck to plug. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what I'm doing in two weeks. We'll do something. Dude, thanks for Valentine's Day show. The day before Valentine's, I'm with Carlos. <laughs> At last, unlimited again, bitch. <laughs> Valentine's Day, I think I'm with my girl in San Diego. <laughs> probably eating at a restaurant if you want to come <laughs> buy us dinner T- pick up our tab i'll probably yeah, be getting something some nice chocolate I'm, covered strawberries i'm gonna be tripping on the bill the entire time i'm gonna show up and play saxophone <laughs> is this yeah oh you come to my table and play the saxophone i'll fucking knock you out in front of my girl. oh I'll fucking hit you in the face with some fondue oh my god <laughs> oh shit we gotta go guys Thanks right. a lot, Robert. This Thanks, is a man. lot of fun. This is funner. Th- this is more. This exceeded my expectations. I, knew I appreciate you fun. having low expectations. No, of me, I knew man. it was going to be fun. Your house. <laughs> Thanks for coming by so early. I appreciate you inviting me to the hood. It's great, isn't it? Hey, right. man. Peace. That's the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you laughed a little bit. I hope you learned a little bit. I hope you come back. Peace. Take care of one another. <laughs>